Hello. Everybody, welcome back to our little corner of the internet and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to find a way to cover up the timer <laughs> to prevent you from doing these intentionally 10 second long introductions, you rat bastard. Welcome back. I'll just keep going then. To the 87th episode of the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. Oh baby, we're marching ever closer to that 100th episode milestone. Inching forward. And we still haven't even begun to talk about what we're going to do for it yet. But we will talk about it when we get to talking about it. Yep. Damn right. That's 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 correct. So I want to thank you for joining us once again. Or if you're here for the first time, we are your boys, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. And goddamn, pal. <clears throat> TNA this week. Mm-hmm. Certainly a thing. Yeah, it was. The main event. We had a great time watching it. Can't wait to get into that. Another Would You Rather segment coming your way. Yeah. And uh, be sure to follow us at our Twitter, at TLProSPod, to find all kinds of cool tweets and stuff like that. Like, uh, if you want to see Kip James in really egregious minstrel blackface, check it out there, at TLProSPod. And if you want to click the link in our pinned tweet, you can find your way to our Discord server, where you can hang out with the boys and chat shit with dudes about stuff and things in the rooms that are properly notated. Agreed. No, no memes in general, please. No oh, memes in general, please. Thank you. And uh, sure, check us out on all the podcast platforms around, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Alto, Blueberry, Fly FM, <laughs> and all the like. And please be sure to leave us a five star review and rating on the podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They would help us out greatly, and we'd highly appreciate them, and we'll read them out live here on the show. Yes, we will. We will do it. Go do that. Now. Yeah, right now, actually. Right right now. Go do it. It's not that hard. You click. I gotta do do it. Hit a little. You you, you go down a little bit. Mm -hmm. You hit that five star. Yes. And then if you want to write a review, you can say whatever you like. Don't, Don't go too crazy. You know, keep it. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't but you know, you can, you know, shoot your you know, shoot your shot, spout, sound off. We'll read out most anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that we would say, we'll say. Yeah. So don't go overboard or else we'll have to come find you. Yeah, if you're eighty seven mm-hmm. if you're eighty seven episodes deep, you know what we're about, so you know. Hopefully. I would imagine. And if you want to go super crazy dummy crack mode and support us financially what what with the money then you can find your way to our patreon patreon.com forward slash tl pro pod big shouts out and thank you to our ten dollar patron aiden our one dollar patron thief we highly appreciate the contributions you make to the show appreciate you boys every month it's really cool shit we best. appreciate it we love you yes sir and without any further ado i guess it's now time for us to talk about tna impact I guess. From June 1st, 2006. Boy, are we fucking breezing through yeah, 2006. Already, half, already halfway, already halfway done. Yeah, we're halfway. That's kind of crazy, actually. We're halfway there. Halfway Looking back, back now. The rest of the words yep. that were really mm-hmm. good. Halfway there. Hey. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Hey, That's big awesome. time rush. TL. 
certified. Agreed. Oh, 100%. your god day. Damn. To this right. day. 100%. To this day. I have I have to say that was not planned, and it also made my day. So thank you, Andrew. And You're welcome. Yeah, I hey, I, I love me some BTR for life, bro. Oh, BTR is uh, awesome. Jeff Jarrett not looking to fucking wait, nope. wait around, find out who he's wrestling oh, tonight. No. Immediately comes out like immediately a comes out. Bad out hell. He's ready to go. Tanay, you're gonna tell me right now who my opponent is. You're gonna tell me I'm wrestling tonight or not? Yep. He demands to know. If today. anything, get, let me get Scott Steiner out here. Here comes Scott Steiner. Uh, Mike Tanay's mic just sounds like garbage. Oh, it sounds awful. It sounds like he's underwater. Shut up, Jeff. Jeff, I don't know. I don't know. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know what's going on, Jeff. Yeah, so Scott Steiner comes down to threaten and antagonize Don West yet again. He grabs his ass, throws him into the ring, jostles him around a bit, works him over a little, throws his chain mail off because getting all up in his face and shit. Mm-hmm. Really fucking just getting in there, just jacking him up by the lapels, mm-hmm. about to just go through his ass. Yeah, and so Steiner's yelling about he wants Sting. I want him tonight. We're gonna do this shit, like he said last week. Yep. Here comes Raven to mm-hmm. to beat up dudes. Yeah, and then Sting comes out and clears out Steiner, super rough style. Yeah, or it was Sting and then Raven. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Was it Sting then Raven? Yeah. Does it even no, it matter? But it was Sting and then Raven, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I wrote here in my notes. He's talking about Sting and shit. And oh, so here he comes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Sting came <laughs> out, attacked him, and then Raven Jarrett powdered yeah. out, and then Raven beat him to the heel side. Yeah, and then Sting got rid of Steiner. Yeah. All right. So then, no adrenaline rush. No adrenaline rush. Now we had the 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 opening shit and whatever. Now question. Yeah, but no uh, question. I want it. Now, mm-hmm. are these new sets? I don't, I don't know. know. Were they there last week? Because this is the same taping cycle. So where do these new sets come from? The ramps are definitely different. I don't know if they're new. They just done them up, I guess. No, they're definitely different than they were before. They're are bigger. They? Oh yeah, they're bigger. They I didn't the ramps the are bigger than they way used to be. Different. I noticed it during the Jay Lethal entrance later. Yeah, on the, the ramps. Yeah, the ramps. Also, it, it has a like bit a longer. weird red V, and and, and, and yeah, and then the ramps have the red, have like the oh, red chevrons on yeah, them. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the sets are really, different. Wow, sorry. Yeah, it's just TNA upgraded. to me. It didn't compute. Yeah, it's like well, see now it's like TNA looks like TNA to me yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See now you you know you got the red chevrons, you got Slick Johnson in the shorts, like everything is just TNA now. Like this is all, this is what I remember. Together. Yeah, this is what I remember. Next we're gonna get the fucking Christian Coalition. It's all coming together, bro. It's it's coming. All right, where's Kurt? It's coming. We still got a couple months. Soon. Uh, we got like five more months. Soon. We're biding time. We are. Hoping and praying. Pleading. Begging. Begging. Yeah. Begging. No yeah. longer asking. Where is Kurt? Yeah. So yeah, no I adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rush. But big, big pyro. Huge pyro. Huge pyro. Massive. God. A good like 20 seconds worth of pyro. So I'm guessing a good $20,000 worth of pyro. I wrote, bro, damn. Yeah. So we get our opening contest. Uh-huh. America's Most Wanted. Yeah. With Gail Kim. Uh-huh. Versus okay. Naturals. Why? So not my- not not the naturals. Naturals. My question. Why were oh I wrote the I wrote the naturals, but why why are naturals coming out second? Because they're they got the heat. 
because the Shane Douglas storyline. The Shane yeah, but Shane Douglas storyline. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but Douglas... Shane Douglas is an ECW guy, therefore he oh, automatically fucking supersedes any of these fucking jabroni uh, titles. Shane Douglas doesn't even care about the these franchise. As hey. we see in this match. So why, why, why did they come out second? By the end of this match, even Shane Douglas was like, ah, oh, these fucking losers, I can't do anything with them. Because they're, because they're wearing pants now. Okay. You know what I said? I think they're even more generic than they were before. Yeah. No longer the tiny pants. Now they just have pants. Pants. All right. Yeah. So babyface stuff. They did babyface stuff into the break. LAX have completely and totally taken over the little corner of the impact zone, and I'm all for it. I mean, they they they've graffitied the table, mm -hmm. flags, signs. Yeah. Oh, we'll see them later. Yeah, we're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna see what's up in a, uh, later on. Yeah. Uh, during this match, uh, DW comes back on commentary and says he uh, shit his little drawers. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, he's like, damn, he's got a poopy little pants. Like, oh, damn, Mike, I'm not gonna lie to you. I had to change my fucking pants. Like, All right, dude. Damn, Scott's already yeah. shit. Yeah, fucking shit in drawers. It's crazy. Poopy. Yeah. Oh my god, he pooped in the fucking uh, hexagon square. In the playpen ring, yeah. The circle hexagon. Playpen. Goddamn playpen ring. Yeah, gotta get okay, rid of that. so. Oh god, I'm sorry. Mud ball in there. I'm sorry to to back. Everyone's know about the mud ball. But I had to go find that article again. I think when uh, Shane Douglas had quit or whatever, or we thought he had quit, I just have to remind everybody that uh, Shane Douglas said, not to be immodest or anything, but in the world of ECW Extreme, I was bigger than Hogan. <laughs> because Douglas ends up leaving TNA in like 2011, and he, th and he said, like, if that's the kind of money that they're getting paid, why the hell was I only getting paid like $1,000 a show? Uh, well, sorry, bud. You're Shane Douglas. Yeah. So Shane Douglas automatically gets an L from me because he sucks. Bro has no, bro, bro is on this Kevin Nash shit, but like for real. Yeah, I don't know what you want yeah. me to tell you, bro. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, real. uh, cut off on the way back from the break. Uh, I think it was a fucking just whip into the post or something lame like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, Nashville's do more babyface shit, you know, just good stuff. Um, Gail tries to interfere. She tries to throw the uh, the night stick to the heels or whatever, and then AJ comes and snatches her up. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Snatch that bitch and face wash her to the floor. Yeah, AJ snatches her up, and Daniel steals Real. the night stick, gives it to Chase Stevens. I think I said a natural. I think it, was, it <laughs> yeah. might have been Andy Douglas. I, I at this point, you know what? At this point, I actually refuse to make the distinction. See, well, I was typing while all this was happening, so I just. Pick the name. It really is interchangeable. It doesn't matter who it was. No, I just, at this point, I'm not picking a name anymore. Yeah, they're, just, so, they're just natural. Yeah, A, &B. a natural. Uh, got the kendo stick. And then, well, a commentary said they looked conflicted. I don't know. I was still typing. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Threw it back. I heard the, I heard James Storm fucking smash a beer bottle. Yeah, he smashed him in the back of the head with a beer bottle. Yeah, so he pinned the natural. And then the other natural was also splayed out. So I didn't really know who got <laughs> Who got hit when I looked up? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Uh, actually, I think it was Chase Stevens because he was the one that was bleeding. Doesn't even matter. It does not mm. matter. But yeah. Um, and then Shane Douglas came out looking very disappointed, and then he just fucking walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walked away while the Naturals got their shit pushed in after the match. Super hardcore, epic gamer style. Uh, 
the observation I made during this match was uh, my note verbatim. This match could just as easily have been a police lineup. Yeah. True. Yeah. All these guys, bro, Ludi could have been a case of guy with long hair, roughly tall, could have possibly had facial hair, assaulted my grandma on the street the other day. <laughs> mm. All right, we got all these guys. They also all drive a truck. Yep. Yep. Rough. Fuck True. all these guys. <laughs> it all suck. JB, Jeremy Borash, is backstage with Alex Shellman. Uh, he's asking about all this pervy shit with the camera and Alex retorts. What I do off the clock with my camera is my business. Specifically, he said, because I made to, I made sure to quote it. Yeah. What I do off the clock with my camera is none of your concern. Wow. So that's even mm. worse, I think. Why are you, why are you, why are you cock watching Agreed. on my camera? Yeah. So Alex Shelley is definitely just full on admitted yeah, yeah I got just a felonious act. Yeah. I am felonious yeah. and nefarious. Yep. I get up to just uh, indespicable acts with the homies. <laughs> Despicable. Yep. So awful. Yeah, uh, my, my ultimate note for this segment was that Kevin Nash and Alex Shelley is one hell of a fucking pairing. Love these guys. Uh, so, yeah, I Ke- love them separately. I love that they're together. It, uh, Kevin Nash saying something along the lines of like, oh, well, you know, why can't it be him? Why can't he be the face? The fuck's wrong with y'all? Yeah, speaking of Kevin Nash, because we didn't actually mention him, he comes in during this promo while, uh, Shelly's trying to justify all the shit he does. Yeah. And, um, Alex Shelly, or Kevin Nash asks him, it's like, oh, who you wrestling tonight? I got Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. He's like, ah, are you going to film it? He's like, I forgot my tripod. Got one right here. Right here. And I took that as Kevin Nash is going to film the match, but that's definitely not what happened. That's not what happened happened at all. Nope. No, because Kevin Nash could not be fucking fucked to hold the camera and pretend to film this match for all three minutes that it went. But yeah, we do get Kevin Nash uh, doing the thing. Yeah. He is accompanying Alex Shelley. Yes, we have Alex Shelley with Kevin Nash versus Jay Lethal. Uh, my my first note was that he don't look twenty. No, well, Jay Lethal looks twenty five. Well, you know, especially with his the way his back looks. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. different era, <laughs> bro. I can, he's on some. I mean, you know, a little bit of something something. I mean, you know, he be ready. These uh <laughs> these two thousand and five uh, cameras were crazy. These two thousand six cameras were crazy, bro. They really added 15 more years. Truly. You know what's hilarious about that? I thought Nash looked incredibly younger here. Yeah, I thought he looked good for his age. Yeah, I thought he looked good for his age. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's big sexy. Cool man. Dad. That, guy. that is also yeah. Goat. Uh, my next note was that I just want this match to end so Nash can beat the shit out of someone. Yeah, the only I thing agreed. I saw, or one of the only things I saw stall was that at one point, Alex Shelley had a bridge on Lethal. And yeah, he had him in a like, fucking Kimura. Fucking he had a Kimura like, Chancery on him. him out of it. I was like, oh, that's a nice little escape there. But the match, I, the match really just ends when um, Nash feeds out the elbow yeah. for the assist. Yeah, Shelley is like, hey, Nash, come on. 
And then Come Nash, on, pal. Nash just gingerly gets on the fucking apron. The ref does not stop him or anything. He got paid nope. 15k to do this. He just kind of leans his elbow over and quite blatantly. Away. Yeah, looking, looking away, looking toward the crowd. And Shelly goes to whip lethal. Lethal reverses it, hits the elbow. Small or schoolboy, excuse me. Schoolboy, one, two, three. Jay Lethal gets the gets the winny win, and then gets shit can Oh yeah! Bam! Kevin Nash is on the scene, baby. He comes yeah. in, lets him know what's going on. Hands off the carcass to Alex Shelley. He finishes him off. But then here comes Chris Sabin, runs in for the save, but Shelley escapes before the big move. Nash fucking powdered out. Yeah, so Nash quick. got out of there yeah, the nah. second Sabin was coming down. He's like, yeah, I guys got to put him over a little bit for this pay per view match we're gonna do. Sabin is PC principal because <laughs> the first thing he says on the mic is, "Man up, dog. What's up? Man up." Yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. So, uh, so Saban in the ring got the mic, got the stick, challenges Nash to a match of Slammiversary, and uh, my my final note was all the hair in this shit is fucked up except for Jay Lethal. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. hair is fucked. Well, this Every, just ends yeah. with Saban calling him out, and then he makes the line, "Well, Nash, like your wife's been telling you, size doesn't matter." Uh. That's yeah. crazy. I thought he said, your wife's been telling me. So it no, doesn't no, matter. No. So when I heard that one, I was like, damn, bro, you got a baby dick? No, he said, when your wife's been telling you. He's got skilled yeah. fingers. Yeah. I was also going to say. He's a sandwich artist. He's got skilled hands. Damn right. So Chris Haven, the way he goes about this, too, is Come. he's like, yeah, my schedule's free. Well, you're not working at Subway that day? You fucking sandwich Yeah, he ain't got work on Sunday. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, the, I, the I guess franchisee is a good Christian. Sundays. I guess I'll wrestle former world champion, moneymaker, god, big daddy, sexy, cool man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'll make a hundred dollars. Subway, I guess. And this is the point in the show where we begin a long string of segment after segment after segment yeah. after right. segment at after least, segment. At least the Joe package was good. Yeah, okay, so we got a promo oh. package slash interview type deal for Samoa Joe, and he's talking his shit. Talking about this. Scott Steiner, bro, I would fuck on that boy in a yeah. hot second if he actually tried to step to me, and I will show you if he ever does. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much said, yeah, I mean, the you know, Sting came to me, he hired me, he asked me to and do And I got the job done. Right? And I got the job done. And once the bell rang, that was it. Why would I no. sully my hands? Why would I get involved in some bullshit after the bell? I don't not, my not my problem. Not my problem. Not my problem. What has Sting ever done for me? Goddamn right. He's coming to the company trying to fucking take my spot. Take my spot. Get the fuck out of here, old man. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good promo package. No, and Joe looked great. His facials were good. He looked like yeah, a fucking he looked, killer. Yeah, he looked like a killer who's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Killing. In a line about a. Or just in general, I think like the first thing he said was, "Well, why am I like so con so concerned with the main event scene? Uh, well, TNA keeps trying to get these guys to replace me, and uh, they're not better than me. So yeah, when Sting called me, of course I'm gonna fucking take the main event spot. Why wouldn't I? It's just yeah, good logic. Makes sense. It's yeah, I'm gonna get my logic. main event, and once the bell rings, it's no longer my job to be out here for you. So like, yeah, cope. That makes sense. Yeah, who cares about you? And then we get. I we won get the match. Uh... We get the bumper or whatever here with Christy Hemi. Yeah. Oh my and god. Somebody needs to stop this lady because she's no. gonna fucking knock out. She's gonna wanted, knock out the cameraman with these fucking punches. I wanted she keeps to bring doing. it up last week, and I almost want to record myself doing it because, like, oh my god, whoever is giving Christy Hemi these tips to like animate Christy's herself, tips. 
<laughs> it's so fucking bad, brother. Come on. Oh my god. It's just so fucking hard to watch because she's just like, yeah, and next on Impact, we're going to hear from Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Like, are you on, are you on Coke? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Although I do respect that they gave her uh, the the cut up TNA shirt. She's so. just enthusiastic. Oh yeah, she's one of the highest paid people in this company. Yeah, that's so to do these bumpers. Yep. And the to first come knockout out and help Lex Luger make it to the ring without keeling over and dying. Damn right. It's so insane to me that Gail Kim is in this company and Christy Hemme is technically the first official knockout. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that's well. so crazy. Yeah, because dude. Gail Kim's not getting paid like Christy Hemme is, pal. Shit happens, brother. Shit, wow. I'm sure Gail Kim is getting paid significantly less than everyone else. I'm sure Gail Kim oh, is yeah. making like I don't know, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. I don't know. I'm just glad that she stuck around a lo- long enough. It's not nothing. Oh, I'm sure she eventually got that fucking deal up when it was time to you know pay yeah. oh, hey, oh, up, yeah, brother. Sure. But oh, yeah. you know, fucking 2006. Yeah, when her and Kong were fucking strapping this company to their back. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I think after Kong left is when she had that like what two year stint in the few in the Fed. Yeah. So... When Kong, yeah, when Kong left, Gail left. Yeah. And then she came back. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and they, the one good thing TNA did really, they managed their women well, which is insane to say, even though uh, I I can't wait for these storylines to not age well. Speaking of things that don't age well, I'm <clears throat> JB is backstage with Team 3D. Yep. Brother thought that blackface shit was funny as hell. Yeah, he did. Uh, Devon calls him a fat ass. Yeah. Classic race relations. Yeah. Uh, I, black guy calls a white guy fat, and the white guy comes back with a slur. Brother just claims <laughs> that he has a, a thyroid problem. That's why yeah, he's, he's like, I went to the doctor. You went they with me. They told me I'm genetically fat. Yeah. Yeah, I have a thyroid. Honestly, problem. I was I was 150% expecting him to say I'm big boned. Me too. I was ready for it. I was but no, he did not him, say that. I was at this point with with Brother Ray. I was expecting him to just be straight up racist to Devon, which he was. But <laughs> well, yeah, like, he's, try, he's trying that flirt. line hard every every promo. He strikes that line harder and harder. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I don't know. My only other note is uh, it's just a quote. Brother said, "You might as well call my mother a whore." And then I said, "Well, that's how all the best feuds start." You're a respectable fighter. Your mother's a whore. Yeah, and then fucking... I'm a respectable fighter, and your mother's a whore. Yeah, let's get down to it. Damn right. Uh, they take yeah. the comments about Philadelphia being a piece of trash or whatever. I don't. That was my hometown. Oh, yeah, they were very upset about the. We were bingo raised halls. there. Yeah, how dare you disrespect the bingo halls? Don't I don't you know a lot that of... I hit the fucking. I hit the jackpot in one of those bitches once. I was in there with my dauber, my little trolls, my good luck trolls. I was in there with the grandmas and the grandpas of Philly, cutting it up, getting down. I hear B six, and I hit the dauber, and by God, it's bingo. And that's how I paid for my wrestling classes in the backyard on a mattress. Damn right. <laughs> and he just uh, just is very offended that people don't appreciate the uh, the wrestling and the work that those warriors and men of uh, men of arms did. Uh, all that bullshit, all that fucking. Because little veteran shit. old man speak. Devon absolutely needs to kick brother's ass immediately. Oh yeah. my god! He's a beat the shit out of this guy. Because bro, I'm so sick of him. Well, brother says, uh, fucking something about his mom, and he's like, don't you fucking- Yeah, don't you fucking talk about my mom. mom. And, and that, yeah, no, it's crazy, you. it's crazy, too, because he said, keep your, 
don't you talk about my mama. And then he pauses for a second, <laughs> and then he looks at him real stern, points at him and says, don't you ever talk about my mama. And, and he, he says, looked at JB, JB and you neither. Yeah, you neither, JB. Like, damn, what's JB going to do? Yeah, and then, and yeah, then the that fed JB into the line of, he was like, oh, so you want JB and I to get off your mother? All right, well, get off your mother. Oh, knock him out, kill- dude. Just knock this guy somebody the fuck out. Somebody kill him. Also, by the way, have to mention it every time we see him. Brother fucking goddamn Devon looks so fucking Devon is a sick little monster man of fuck meatery. I mean, Dude, my, man, my man is a meat the factory. Off, no singlet? Oh my god. Yeah, there's a reason why they had Kip play as him. Yeah. Oh yeah, if they would have had fucking BG do that shit, Jesus Christ. So then we cut to AJ and Daniels in Zabisco's office, mm-hmm. and they're they're politicking mm-hmm. to get their their tag title rematch, whatever the fuck. They said this is anniversary. the third tag match that they or the third championship match that they would have had. And is that right? Probably the fourth, and they're not counting the one they had on the first of the year because they don't expect you to remember that. Uh, I mean, no, these two is a I team. think that's about right. Oh yeah, this is, the, this is their third tag title match together. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The Did first of the year, and then they lost to AMW. They've lost to AMW three times. Damn. They've only been a team for like three weeks. Yeah, but again, they had that match at the first of the year, then the pay-per-view match, and then the re- they had the TV match, even, and then the pay-per-view match. I don't even remember that first of the year match. It was, it was on, on the first on the, it was on the, the, the debut Impact. episode on oh, January 3rd. Yeah, it was a fucking throwaway show, that's why. Mm-hmm. That show was yeah, awesome. Yeah, because why did they fucking have those two together while they were feuding? What? I don't yeah, fucking know shit. Because bro, that's why this still it. makes no sense. Because fucking Daniels and Styles hated each other, and then yeah. after this fucking six month long feud or whatever with Joe over the title, oh yeah, let's just be buddies yeah, and cool. yeah, go fine. kill AMW. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, we're good, bro. Like uh, so I'm yeah, gonna be so honest. I I know Team 3D are gonna win this win these fucking titles at some point. I just wanted to be over. I just want LAX to start fucking on everybody like that hard, hard dick style. I know it's I know. coming eventually. I just need to start just fucking absolutely taking over. I need Hernandez to, to border toss absolutely everybody oh onto the God. top of their head. Yeah, I need Supermax yeah. to Supermax, bro. Mm-hmm. Need that, absolutely. Supermax to Supermax. Yeah, expeditiously. Super Supermax wants to Supermax from Supermax. Yeah. Yes. So after the politicking, you get Slick Johnson saying, oh, the fucking new TNA fucker. Might be here tonight. He used some verbiage. I don't remember. I don't know if he's a TNA management. I don't, I don't know. Fuck, the, the, new fa- the new face of TNA management. I literally just said the TNA fucker. Uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah, he said uh, he might even be here tonight. He'll be here next week, though, probably, maybe. I maybe, know. I don't know. I just like fucking with you. And he probably doesn't have a comb over. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah whatever, over. Slim. Yeah, he's like, I'm not rocking a comb over. Shut up. Yeah. Who All cares? Right. So? so then we cut to the desk mm-hmm. where Tanae says that JB is being sent on an assignment to... LAX land over at the Spanish commentary booth. Yeah. Correct. JB heads on over, but he ain't got no papers, so he needs to no. get his, he needs to fucking keep his ass on and get away from LAX. Very heavy threats being thrown at Very him. serious He's threats. <clears throat> it's like walking around yeah. goddamn downtown. Yeah. Wrong ends, bro. You gotta protect me. True. Alright, hold on. Side tangent. Hold on. Side tangent. I have to say this now or I'll forever hold my peace. Uh, Marquise and I, over the weekend or whatever, we watched The Blind Side together. 
Oh, it's a great movie. I watched it for the first time. Is it Max? What? Is it a great the movie, Max? The yeah, that was like talking my about a... time watching it. We're talking about the football movie, right? Yeah. Is, okay, hold on. Talking about. I'm gonna like, drop. I'm, like... I'm gonna hold on. TL movie review right here in the middle of this. I gotta break I've, in. I've seen it Breaking news. Time. Andrew Maybe has seen The Blind time. Side. All right, now look here. Look, listen. Look here. Appearing offline. Does not <laughs> fix it. Doesn't help. I've tried it. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably like my fifth or sixth time watching that movie. Okay, and I, I just have to say, I The Blind Side. The blind side is two things. It is racist. That and is, it is true. Fake. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's very fake. It is a very, very uh, white savior movie. Aggressively, yeah. aggressively. It's a, it's, it's a movie to make white people feel very comfortable about just the entire. Okay, movie. you know what? You know what I'm realizing. I think the reason why I had like good not memories but like thoughts about that movie is i watched it in my leadership class in middle school so that says a lot yeah look at this white woman taking leadership of this fucking destitute young black boy's life aspire yeah. for more yeah in the entire in the i mean it's pretty much one of those movies where it's like it plays up the race angle so aggressively. Heavily. So yeah. aggressively. All of the people of color in the movie are antagonists, except for the protagonist. Yeah. To the point um, where it's like a caricature of And the only like the only like. agency that he himself has is driven by all of the white characters. Mm -hmm. So I guess my to to put my my hat on real quick, because I go to fucking war with this movie all the time. Uh in the trenches fucking, with the blind side? Yeah, fucking no, no. If you want to watch an actual good uh, movie about football and disabilities, go watch Radio. That movie is amazing. See, me personally, if I want to watch a football movie, I'm either watching Gridiron Gang or yep, uh, great movie. The Longest Yard or The Replacements. It's also very good. I'm really Shout glad out to you Keanu didn't Reeves in a football film. That shit was awesome. I'm watching... Uh, the Longest Yard, Gridiron Gang, or The Waterboy. Ah, you're right. Waterboy's great, too. Yeah, no goddamn foosball. God, Kathy Bates, bro. God, Kathy, Kathy Bates, Bates is in the blind side. Kathy Bates is awesome. I'm trying to get someone to play football. She's every, every bit is evil. All right. And, evil. And, and, and another thing. So why throughout this entire movie is he like, intellectually deficient until like the very end where he's he, allowed to start talking he is what they said he had like a fucking like 70 iq or some shit like that 80 80 iq was 80 yeah this man was dumb as bricks legally apparently yeah well, no guardian i don't know why no home no guardian no home you know, he came from a fucking, and they they put they really did play up all the stereotypes. They played it up hard. Man was going out of the laundry mat to clean his clothes in the goddamn sink and throw his shit in with someone else's shit in the dryer. Yeah. After they leave, this man was coming from a fucking broken home, 
didn't know his father. Crack, like crack, mo- crack baby. With like 12 brothers and sisters. It's like, he doesn't know like any bro. of them. It's like, this yeah. doesn't know his daddy. This shit is crazy. And the details of his father's death are uh, very strange. Ambiguous very at best. Strange, they, uh, they, in some accounts, he's been shot dead. In some accounts, he killed himself, jumped yeah. off a bridge. Very weird. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. A lot of shit's going on. A. I'm never watching that shit again. Yeah, I'll probably never watch that movie again, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. so it's so bad. It's horrendous. Yeah, and I will stand on this mountaintop and with my entire chest say that the blind side is racist and fake. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. So yeah, JB gets kicked out of uh commentary over with LAX, so that happens. Uh then we get a we get a promo package to Christian Cage. I didn't write anything except Christian isn't the guy to hold the world title right now. Just as a dude, dude, he just does not he, his promo, bro. He was so goddamn monotone in this promo, bro. This dude was talking like he had just got on the benzos. This guy's one, a fucking mid Carter, bro. Sold out. He looks like a everyday John. This is like a guy. I do not want him yeah. to be my like you know who doesn't I, look like just a guy? Monty Samoa Brown. Joe. Monty Samoa Brown. Joe. Our, Ron Killings. Chris looks like as, a guy that I would see in my wrestling class, dude. <laughs> True. Like, come on, like, man. Yeah, this, this, it's like a guy to be training with. I understand that people love Christian Cage. Edge for and life. I think he's fine. I love him. Man, he also just is edge. not doing anything for me. And also, I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, I, I'm also just a big Samoa Joe guy. But man, he's felt like the world champion of this company forever. Like, I don't care about the world title. I really don't. This title is washed. It's crazy because I feel like Samoa Joe's place on the card has been largely insignificant even up to this point. Yeah, but I still feel like he's the world champion because he is, like, believable. I don't feel like there's any world champion right now. The only top guys are Jeff Jarrett and Sting, and literally that's it. Yeah, and that's disgusting. Yeah, and, like, Scott Steiner by proxy of being with Jeff Jarrett, and that's the three of them, and that's it. Yeah, I mean... So bad. Christian just... It's crazy how rose-tinted people seem to be because Christian is such a fucking geek, dude. Like, he he does not ooze any amount of charisma. There's no He's not cool. Like, he's not cool. He's not even the best wrestler on the roster. I mean, he's a good wrestler, yeah. He's fine. But, you know, he's, he's not the he's a, he's a mechanic, bro. Yeah, see, to me... He's a and, good and, that, and, that's, and it's not to say that later on he won't be ready for, but right now he simply is not ready to be the world champion. Yeah, At this and, moment he's a very good hand. He's not ready to be world champion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd slot this guy in the X division. Yeah, and get I by Kevin Nash. I would like to see. You know, I know he is going to get more down the line, but like he has, he's a turn heel. It, if this yeah. is it, which as we learned is... from someone else's infinite wisdom, turning heel is how you get yourself to a world title, baby. Yeah, goddamn right. Being heel is better. I love being a bad guy. Um, there was something. There was one last thing I was gonna say. I forget. But yeah, Christian Cage just just do, isn't that guy, better. bro. He's just not the guy now. All I'm saying just is, do uh, better. If I had to compare this guy to Edge, the work that Edge is putting in at the, at same, the exact, same exact dude, Edge time. is the fucking smarmiest little oh, shitty little yeah. fucking weasel heel like ever at this point. He might and actually be awesome. the most like shit little chicken shit yeah. little piece of fuck like genuinely he might be like the most shitty little heel of all time at this point he's genuinely yeah. amazing dude was doing live sex bro the live sex celebration was like a month after where we're at right now in tna like one that's month from now we're having a live sex crazy. celebration fuck. on rock yep 
That's fucked. So, I mean, if you could just compare the I, body of work, it's like... Not even close. Not even close. I, I can also say, I mean, at least for me, Christian's best work that I've fully seen uh, was that goddamn Randy Orton feud. And that's nothing against Randy, but... And, like, that feud was really good. The match yeah, was good. Yeah, that feud was with Randy Orton. Yeah. And Randy Orton's really good. Yeah. You don't even forget that, like, despite the methodical pace and who it benefits and whatever, it benefits Randy Orton because yes, it does. Career longevity, be damned for some people, I guess. You know, you got your Darby Allens of the world who want to kill themselves every goddamn night, and you have yeah. real workers like Randy Orton who take it slow and milks the crowd for everything they're fucking worth because he knows that he doesn't have to do a whole lot to get these people to pay money to see him. I'm trying to be, bro. I'm telling you, I'm trying to make towns, bro. I'm just trying to make towns, make money, and not kill myself. And at the end of the day go home with a good little bit of money and enough yep. knowledge to pass it on to people who want to pay me to know. That's pretty much it, yeah. Because everybody knows, wants to know, if you pay me. Real. So we get into the main event. Yes, there's only three matches on this show. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett wild. with Gail Kim in a uh, King of the Mountain qualifying match. And his opponent, it's, only, it's one of three people. Yeah. So it's Scott Steiner, Stinger, Raven, and by God, we have to have the most least interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Raven. See yeah. me, I would have had to be Scott Steiner. That would have been interesting. Oh, that would have been fun as fuck. That would have been see because then you would have had to do some storytelling. I agree, but I also have negative interest in seeing Sting versus Raven. Yeah, but we already know going into it who's going to win. So, like, we don't even have to watch the match. If that match were to happen, I would have, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> given out the pass to skip it because we knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it's awful. But also, one more shouts out to the King of the Mountain qualifying graphic moving shit where it fucking grays out the losers. Love yeah. that. It's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And for some reason, uh, Ron Killings was just fucking absolutely massive. Like, just huge compared to everybody else. That was yeah, it was really good. High quality. Had to show it off. So, Jarrett bum rushes Raven's tunnel before he realizes that he's an outlaw mud show piece of trash that climbs a ladder behind the bleachers to enter through the crowd with his shitty little ditty-ass theme song. Yeah, and his dingy God. little trash can lids. Yeah. Uh, crowd brawling to open the main event is certainly a classic. They make it back to the ring just to go back to the floor for more crowd brawling. Yeah, once they did that, I just like I just skipped forward. I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Yeah, so, so yeah, then, dude, so what they do is they fight all the way around the entire crowd on yeah. the floor, all the way around all the way to, the, to the other, all the way to the backstage, all the way around, get to uh, the stage area. Uh, Raven gets Jarrett on a table, drops an elbow with no one home. We come back from oh. commercial. Also, tell me why at one point, referee Andrew Thomas. Oh God, yeah. About. Tried to stop Jeff Jarrett from using the chair when they got back into yep. the ring that first time. After Raven had already, pl- well, you can well, yeah, say, save that head. question for the finish of the match. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So they, this so they, is why wrestling yes, discussion is just so bad. They come back from commercial. The Jarrett cracking Raven in the head with a chair beats him all over the concession stand. And I mean, honestly, I was impressed. The concessions gimmick they got in fucking Studio Twenty One looked pretty nice. Yeah, I skipped. got a little gimmick going on over I here. Skipped, and when they when they got backstage, I skipped it. I was just like, I just. I mean, I wrote, I I hate game. all of this. Let's get back. Yeah, uh, Raven Raven blows a big spot like a jackass too. Uh, I'm sure Max saw the one where uh, Jarrett oh, God. Fl- like flung yeah. himself into the the thing that broke, or yeah. whatever, and Raven just completely didn't take it. 
Yep. Yes, and they fight all the way around the back, come out the tunnel. Raven hip tosses Jarrett on the ramp, which I know sucked major shock. Worse than anything else in this match. And I I would know because I've taken hip tosses. Hmm. They suck. They do suck. A whole bunch of shit happens. Big schmoz fuck finishes. Larry Zabisco gets involved. Uh... Takes the chair away from a chair. Takes the guitar away from both these dudes because that's where he draws the line in this shit. For some reason. And then uh, Jarrett gets the win. Yeah, he low blows Raven. Um, stroked him, I think. And... Stroked him after a low blow. Oh, they were also yeah. two ref bumps. Yeah. So, yeah. It was funny because the ref had to wake up, and he does the count like on the apron, but not outside the ring. Uh, so bad. You know, it wasn't tired. He just made the count normally. Yeah. After being bumped twice. And that yeah. was TNA Impact from June 1st, 2006. Uh, I mean, me personally, I watched this show at like 1.25 times speed because I watched this shit at like 1 a.m. last night or whatever. Couldn't be yeah. bothered. Uh, little tidbit I learned from listening to some F4W reviews of TNA and whatnot from this time period back in like May. Uh, I mean, we already knew this, but it was just crazy to hear this reaffirmed that these guys were still pulling like 0.8s, 0.9s on the big episodes, like 1.1s. Like these dudes are pulling in close to a million viewers weekly with this product. Mind boggling. How are they? How how is there any viewer retention for this shit? It just has to be people who are so sick of WWE. Like it had to be right. Like people, you had to been. You and you I mean, would have had to been one WWE. jaded ass fucking Fed fan to want to watch this shit. Like I I understand well, I, I wasn't mean, alive and wasn't watching. And they weren't even and, and TNA is not doing anything that the Fed wasn't. Well yeah, but they weren't doing anything spectacular. It was just different guys. Good. Well, I think 2006 it just so WWE, to hearing me. about that edge run, I'd rather watch that over this shit. I think it just so happens to be good timing on TNA's part, and they just got residual wrestling fans from spike because remember the fed yeah the, the fed got off a spike yeah and they got yeah they took yeah, they to took the spot yeah. took the spot well they didn't at first but then they eventually got put into their spot yeah thursday really. nights shout out to fucking thursday raw that was some shit yeah it was good yeah it was a weird time yeah it was good thing i was goo goo gaga man so i barely understood what was going on anyway i was big on that kurt angle and smack but the upn all day true but yeah, um, if I had to rate this show, three out of ten. Mm. Not good. Uh, I will say I think this show actually kept me more entertained than lately. Like last week, I would really? say it was a better show as much as it was gross. No, uh, uh, last week's show was significantly better. Significantly, yeah. I agree. So I give this what like a four out of ten, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I gave last week's show a five, and I. I agreed on that. this one nearly as much. So yeah, I yeah. have to give this one like a three. I'll give uh, it a four. I'm going to settle on a 1.1 1. 1 out of five. Wow. Ooh. So that's like a 2.2 2 out of 10. Damn. Yeah, very this show true. sucked mad ass. Yeah, it was very much not enjoyable. I mean, it, it got some shit done. I did like the Joe package. Uh, Kevin Nash is always a fuck fucker. That's cool. That's pretty cool. But like, I, I, I didn't really like anything else. I mean, the matches were kind of just there. I don't understand why the Naturals came out after the champions. I don't understand the Shane Douglas thing. I don't understand. I don't even remember what the fucking other matches were. Or other match was. So, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, that's fair. All right, it's time. 
for a little bit of that taking liberties would you rather segment that's the name of it or whatever fuck you yeah segment real wrestling based would you rather's based on hypotheticals and situationals and rhetoricals and other things that end in ick all yep. yes who wants to start this week i'll go okay all right <clears throat> fellers yeah would you rather get rid of edge oh no would you rather get rid of randy orton Woo! oh you're you are that's a crazy fucker that's crazy you are a fucked fucker i hate you lots of Man. lots of things lots of careers affected lots of forever lots of things not as popular Damn. but it's things that just don't happen you're asking me if i want to get rid of one of the greatest heels of all time one of the, one greatest, of the greatest heels, heels of all time and or you want to get rid of like the archaea <sighs> and like I've always been an Orton guy. Orton was one of the... I think the first WWE merch I bought that wasn't the Sheamus shirt was a Randy Orton jacket. So, like, I love was Randy. It the I love Edge, too. But I also I missed that. Edge. Why? You're like, a fucked fucker. Like sleeveless sleeveless hoodie? You're a freak. Like sleeveless oh, the sleeveless time. hoodie was sick. Disgusting. It was awesome. I hate it, it to so this cool. day. It's a different era. I mean, I don't know if I'd rock that now, but I know I wanted it then. Oh, I, I fucking rocked the shit out of it. Are you kidding me? I looked like a absolute mark in middle yeah, school. It was freak. so bad. I was a yeah, I freak. I used to have a sleeveless hoodie. It was like a fucking. Oh man, this is so tough. Because right. I mean, when it comes to promos and facials, Edge is my guy. Like his eyes, God, I would kill. Yeah, I would do insatiable things style, for his fucking you know? crazy ass eyes and, and, and disgusting smile. See, as much as... Okay, so I, I've come to my decision. You know, okay. you don't get a uh, fucking Jeff Hardy... Yeah, trust me, I, I know. I've, consi- I've, considered all the, I've considered all the factors. I've come to my decision. Okay. I begrudgingly will have to let Edge off into the ether. <sighs> because... I think I have to Well, well here, here's the thing. Is that... I love... All the shit Edge did. Like, genuinely, I love all the shit he did. Yeah. And I don't love all the shit Randy Orton did. But at True. all. There's a lot of shit he did that I didn't like. But. Due to the sheer. Longevity. And granted, Edge was. You know, had a career ending injury that put him on the shelf for 10 years. And only due to the magics of modern science. The miracles that work. Was he able to come back after taking a bump down a fucking mountain. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like, despite everything, I feel like Randy, Randy has had a, has had like a, I feel like he's had like a greater overall impact on the WWE and therefore wrestling itself than Edge. Again, mostly due to the fact that Edge was forced out 10 years before he was supposed to be. That's fair. I mean... I'm going to agree with Andrew because, like I said, I missed Edge. Like, I literally was, what, a year late to the end of his career. But as much as I absolutely adore his his work as a character, he's, he was a great wrestler. He still is a great wrestler. I think I have to stick with Randy, too. Mostly just because <laughs> Randy Orton, the man, 
is one of the most based people ever now, in yeah, wrestling. Now. Now. You gotta now. you gotta qualify that now. statement real quick. Now Randy Orton in the last two years, yes, is incredibly yeah. based. Yeah, because he fucking got woken up. Yeah, he got I'm yeah, out, yeah, yeah, horrible shit in the world happened, and then Biggie got him woke. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is super and... based, and that's why I have woke Randy Orton in all my two K saves from here on out. Yeah, he's fucking sick. Awful. I, will I also have, think... I will have a woke Randy Orton forever. I also think. Andrew's big point about the RKO. I mean, shit. Fuck. I know the diamond cutter was really good too, but that's crazy. RKO, I, didn't man. I didn't say a damn word about the RKO. Yeah, that was me. I thought you did. I thought no, no, he RKO. mentioned it. I mean, for me, yeah, the RKO is that shit, but at the same time, taking a bump as your finish, I don't know about that one, bro. That's fair. Taking a flat back. All elevated and shit, floaty style. Hmm. Could have done something better, like an overdrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Or the punt kick. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would also, unfortunately, have to get rid of Edge. Uh, yeah. Once again, this. I mean, regardless, means no rated RKO, which hurts. Yeah. Because I. I mean, that shit. It's crazy because that they shit wasn't even like nine months. They were together for the only yeah, nine was, months. Oh, man! I've gone Randy. back, and... dude. Shouts out to all the SVR games from like '08 on that had Randy blowing fucking snot rock. Oh yeah, the crowd. That shit, that shit crazy. beyond based. Yeah, dude, come uh, out, show off his body, snot rocket. Oh, hell yeah, awesome. I also yeah. think. I've gone back and watched the Raid RKO run just because I was like, I need to experience this because it sounds wild. And uh, it was very, very cool and very, very yeah, base. I mean, I would have to keep Randy simply because, like you said, Andrew, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, as big in wrestling as Edge was, um, yeah, you know, Randy is just bigger, both as an overall star and name and as a wrestler like yeah i mean hell it's even crazy because ed just had more acting gigs it's been in more shit but randy's randy still has. far more famous bro he's about to, he's about to be famous. fucking aries and percy jackson yeah he's, he was on vikings yeah. yeah he was on haven for like six million seasons yeah yeah that show was Started awful movies and shit i mean he did a thing he did his thing but he he's, still he's, is he's even been in a buddy cop film yeah yeah but that's just cool as hell, but he's not he's not Randy. No, I have to agree. And he didn't make out with someone's wife in the ring while they were handcuffed to the ropes and forced to watch. Yeah. Jesus. And also, I mean, Edge has done a home invasion, but Edge wasn't thrown out of a fucking window like a piece of shit. True. Yeah. It's mo- also... See, in wrestling, bro, wrestling moments. All about moments. It's moments. Because you want to make sure those motherfuckers remember you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how could you forget the Randy Orton split? God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you forget? Very, very what true. A, what was that, 2011? Something like 2012? That. Yeah. Sick 2012. bastard. Wasn't he also in the ring with Mark Henry when uh he yeah. Booker, when Booker he T said the when Booker T said that yeah. line? I don't know. No, I think that was Mark Henry versus Sheamus. Was it? I thought it was Mark Henry and Randy Orton. All that matter is, is that, you know, somebody was between uh, a rock and a hard place or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Mm. Or something like that. And uh, a black rose. Yeah. Black you rose. ugly Cole. 
Not a junior, junior dad. dad. Yeah. Gross. But then insert the audio or something. I don't know. Maybe if you're lucky, go find it. You know what? I'll put it on Twitter. Pretty sure it's. Yeah. I'll put. I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, put it on Twitter. I'll just put it on Twitter at T O Press Pod. Go look at that shit. All right. Yeah. Who's next? I'll go next. Uh, this is gonna be one of those pick your poison ones. Uh, would you rather do commentary in a booth? Let's call it a two man booth. Next to Mark Madden. Who? <laughs> the guy from WCW. I know, I know who Mark Madden is. Yeah. Uh, arguably the worst commentator yeah, of all time. Or my, least fa- my personal least favorite that I actually got to watch. And I mean, I've studied all of them, but these two are, in my opinion, the worst. It's Mark Madden or Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews is the other guy. So I Josh have to Matthews. be in the booth with one of these dudes? Yeah, you're That's you're going to be doing, I mean... All right, hold on. Here's, here's a question. I need you to answer this. I need to tell yes. you right now. Yes. When I hear, when I'm next to Josh Matthews, is his voice lowered in my feet of him? Oh, hell no. Okay. No? No? No. No? Okay, it's, so, it's, all right, so that uh, makes it a whole lot like better t- then. Brother, it's like TV. It's like TV. You're going to hear oh, how... Oh, well then, yeah, that, that means it's going to be lowered. Yeah, but okay, I'm, I'm saying yeah. if, if I'm on commentary sitting next to Josh Matthews, I'm going to hear him in my headset because my headset is going to have all the noise I need. Yeah, so am I also... Am I going to hear his feed of his shit lowered? Yeah. Because you know uh, how Josh Matthews' feed is usually, like, lowered on impact. That's not his real voice that you're hearing. It's like... No, of down. course not. It's pitched yeah, down. So am I hearing so, I mean, that? Is that you're also gonna in my hear, ear? I would say I, that you would hear feed? what he actually sounds like Okay, next so it's his actual voice? I don't have to yeah. hear that shit? I would say yes. All right, an easy style. I'm going with Josh Matthews because yeah, if, if I were okay, here's the thing: if I was in the booth with Mark Madden, I don't think I'd be able to go long without wanting to fucking strangle him. Well, I would also yeah. want to fucking punch Josh Matthews in the teeth. But the thing about Mark Madden is, I don't want to be next to this fucking weird pervert talking about titties and fucking pussy and puppy. Yeah, I, I don't. You want you want to talk about? I mean, we we always shit on Jerry Lawler, but Mark Madden's. Jerry Lawler at least can do Worst. his shit sort of tastefully. Mark Madden is just crass and crude. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I can't stand Mark- that guy's commentary. It's honestly the dirt worst. And WCW having a three-man booth was honestly some fucking next level before, or I guess they're ahead of their time, dog shit. True. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. That's fair. Do you, uh, how do we just make this product as, as fucking bad as possible? By killing it super hard. Yeah. Uh, let's say you, Great. Max. Oh, uh, I would take Matthews, but I would Corey Graves him to death and make him want to fucking bury the fuck out of him. Yeah, Corey Graves. And then on Madden, I would just treat him like I don't know. I would either just never acknowledge him, or (laughs) just get a cave faded. Yeah, honestly, because fuck him, he fucking sucks. Are you sick of getting cave faded by your co-commentators? Stop it. I guess another thing I should have asked before I answered, um, was I doing color or not? Was I well, I mean, Matthew, Matthews did play-by-play, I'm pretty sure. And, and Madden was color, right? Yeah, so, so like, I guess you're, do, you're doing the inverse. So with okay. Madden, you're doing play-by-play. With Matthews, you're doing color. I think I'm a lot better at play-by-play commentary, but I'd still just dog-walk Josh Matthews. Agreed. 
I just wouldn't be as fucking geeky as he. I mean, I I know moves. I know wrestling. Yeah, moves. just call the moves. Yeah, but well, I just I wouldn't be as obnoxious as him. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be calling every move. Yeah. I'd be calling the moves that I figure you probably wouldn't know the name of at home. If I see a suplex, Agreed. we're gonna call a fucking suplex. Arm. I'm gonna drag. say, oh my god. Yeah. Hit toss. Well, I suppose it's my turn now. Mm-hmm. So, brothers, would you yep. rather? Have five minutes in a shoot with Brock Lesnar or oh God. 20 minutes in a shoot with Simon Gotch. Oh, God. I mean, I mean, death or death. Brock will kill me faster. Simon Gotch. Who? The infamous ass kicker, bro. Mr. Yeah, shooter he, Man. He was a yeah, vaudeville. I'm a you know, shooter. You know I know who he is. I know who he is, but like who? Simon Gosh got 20 <laughs> minutes in the ring with him. Shoot style. You got him? Simon Grimm? Bro? You got him? You got Simon Grimm, bro? You got him? Yeah. I think 20 I, minutes? I think I got Simon Grimm, bro. Yeah, you got him? 20 minutes in the yeah, ring with him? Yeah. Shoot style? Yeah, I think I got Simon Grimm, bro. I don't know if I got Brock Lesnar. I'm pretty sure he'll maul me to death. But, uh, in five minutes, like I, like I yeah. said, I think I think Gotch would kicking at him. Gotch would take yeah. longer to kill me. Brock would kill me in one blow. So thank you, Brock. I'll take Brock. See, I'm glad I got some division here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? You know what, Marquise? I'd like to see you. You know what? Four week camp. Hit the BJJ studio. Oh my god! Oh my me. god! Four week camp. Twenty minutes. So like four five minute rounds. Yeah. Yep. Simon got championship round shoot style Grimm shoot to the death. Style. To the death. To the death. Really to the death style? or the timer. All right. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That's what you're doing. To the death of the timer. Alrighty. Either way. Yeah. Well, I uh, definitely do not want to face Brock Lesnar in any capacity. <laughs> True. I think. I'll blame you. Uh, yeah, I think I got Simon Gotch. Got him? Yeah. You beat him? You'd kill him? I think so. You'd kill him inside 20 minutes? Yeah, I think so. All right, I'll look at that in mind for the future. Please do. I'll sit yes. on that one. Yeah, me personally, yeah, I'd beat the brakes off that Simon dude. Easy style. Like it, one, one training session, I'm ready. Show me like two reversals and it's over. Show me how to pick the leg. Like, damn, bro, do I even need 20 minutes? Like, <laughs> yeah, talk damn, to talk, bro. bro. Talk your shit. Yeah, speak on him, King. Yeah, whatever, bro. Uh, um, shouts out Simon Grimm, I guess. Or, yeah, bro. I don't know. I haven't seen a Remember single... that time he knocked out Enzo? Yeah, I haven't seen a single That's match awesome. dude since he left the bed. So, Me neither. I, mean, I don't know. What I know he's... he's out there doing I know uh... he really fucking hates Enzo more though. God, God damn, he fucking, that fucking hates that video. Yeah, I'm happy I knocked his ass out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he recommended I forever. Stop that being recommended to my feet. It's coming back. I'm so goddamn tired of seeing See, it. See, now we talked about it on microphone. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Simon. What, what if it's Simon Gotch and Sin Cara? Mm. Both, both sin cars. Yeah, oh, well, I, mean, I got Unico, but I mean, damn, I don't know. not not Unico. Excuse me, I got Mystico. I don't know if I got Unico. Yeah, yeah. so it's you versus three other twenty minutes. Yeah, Unico is the one that fucking 
punched out uh who was it like Sheamus and Jericho or whatever. He did not punch he out Sheamus. Out, he punched out Jericho. Like, yeah, he punched out Chris Jericho. It was definitely somebody else too. It was a couple of scraps. He uh, did. Oh, right, yeah, because I remember well, he got into a scrap with uh Simon Gunn. I think I think Kalisto. No, it, Lince Dorado. No, no, Lince Dorado's. Is no, Lince Dorado was looking to fucking get into some I shit. I remember a story about Unico getting into one of the uh, with one of the bigger dudes, but. Yeah, I know definitely fucking clean Jericho's clock. And uh yeah, I mean I'll take out Mystico, but I don't Yeah, know. Jericho cleaned Goldberg's clock, so like by the transit yeah, property, you'd, property take, you'd take Goldberg's ass. That's what I heard. <coughs> but uh, I like to see you try. I will. I will try. Minutes of Goldberg. <laughs> I will try. Blow him up. Hey, blow him up in the first three, you got him. I'm sure I could do that. Just run around. Do some fucking uh hand over the head, fucking shuffles. It's just, it's just gotta be a day where I don't smoke. Yeah, you smoke the pack after you beat his ass. Smoke that Goldberg pack. Transitive property, True. you know. Yeah, damn right. Scaling. Uh, you know, Mystico, you know, man went out with a fucking dislocated finger. Or whatever, oh, my so. finger hurt. Yeah. Can't wrestle this match. Yeah, so I mean. And then he went on to wrestle him after the fucked up shoulder or some shit. Do you really know how to pick his battles? Yeah, well, I also would have, uh, to be fair, I also would have tried to get out of the ring with Del, Del Rio. So true, yeah, true. But look what it got him—an ass beating. Yeah, in the hands of Del Rio. True. Sucks to suck, I guess. So yeah, that was our little uh, our little fun time with the taking liberties. Would you rather segment? Yep, that's what it's called. Fuck you or whatever. Yeah. And it's now yeah. time for the. Main event of the 87th episode of the Taking This Wrestling podcast, where this week we indulged in a little bit of that Steve Austin, the Broken Skull sessions. Yeah. This time with one Samuel Zane. This, this was one. Of, this is one. Man. This is one hell of a fucking interview. Bro. So These good. two chopped it up. Yeah, they did. For an hour and a half. Very natural chemistry between the two. For an hour and a half. God, these I, two I, I was just going to say the chemistry between these two. It seems like they've absolutely talked before. In the yeah, they're clearly friends. friends. Yeah, which well, is great. And I'm I mean, very as happy. As far as they said, this was like so, yeah, they never, yeah, it's crazy. So they said that they never had a chance together. to talk. Yeah. But like, these two are clearly friends. Like, you can just, yeah. just get that feeling watching these two. Yeah. I mean, Sammy tries to big league Steve a little bit, you know, when he Try, gets that yeah. introduction. He's like, damn, bro. Well, I thought you were never going to ask. Yeah. But for real, though, I thought you were never going to have me on, bro. What the fuck? I love you, Steve. He's like, man, everybody's been on but me. What the fuck, yeah, Steve? Well, kid, you know, I really love that match you had with uh, Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. You know, back in my day, and I was kind of serious with the competition. Yeah, well, then the first minute he brings up the fucking Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I love that match you had at WrestleMania. into it, yeah. Yeah, it was a good match. But back in my day, I would have liked some shit like that. You know, these days, I've wind down in my old age, and I thought it was real funny. Go, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, Steve very much liked the match. Indeed. He thought yeah. it was great. <laughs> Bro, um, Steve Steve dropped multiple casual yas throughout this fucking interview yeah. and they popped me. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, damn, son. What? Yeah. Oh man. Love that. Oh, this this interview, by the way, I think every time we've done a, a broken skull, we we definitely recommend them because they're just so fun. Yeah, I, I highly recommend if you have any. I mean, you can probably find it on like verylegalwebsites.org. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you probably have the cock. It's like four dollars. It's only four beans. <laughs> only four Those beans. of you know, no, it's oh, only four man. beans. Oh man, oh man. 
That will live in infamy. God, I haven't thought about that joke in a while. It will live in wow. infamy. Moments before disaster. True. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you got the four beans, cough them up, big man, because you can watch on the cock. Yeah, the I Sammy's interview, I highly recommend you check it out for yourself. Might be my favorite one. Because we're gonna give you the cliff notes oh, on this one. I don't yeah. I don't know if it's better oh I don't know if it's better than the Cody one. The Cody one was just the so... Cody one was fucking crazy. The Cody one was oh. crazy, but that was Cody just working the whole time. You can tell Sam Yeah, he was being Cody. Yeah, you can tell Sam That was not Cody Runnels. Yeah, definitely not. This was Rami. Yeah, hanging that was out. definitely Rami. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they get to talking about uh the travel. No hitting the road and Sammy's like, you know, back before the pandemic, shit was rough. Now these days, you know, back in the day, we're working five days a week. Now it's more like three. Yeah. Love man. that shit. And he was also European like, uh, yeah. He was just like Steve was like, it's crazy. I saw you fucking roll up in a fucking blue Mustang. What's going on here? It's like, yeah, well, you know me, you know, you wouldn't think a guy like me would be into Mustangs and shit, you know, I was just going out in the day, you know, out in the sun. And I saw this convertible as a Mustang and I was, I was like, oh, fuck it. Why not? Why not? And I had that shit down, had the music, something about the music and the lights, and the car and the it was all engine, perfect. maybe sitting in the, the car sun, looking yeah. cool. And, oh, it just all felt right. The vibes, the vibes were immaculate. That's what he said, yeah. The vibes were on. Yeah, and then and then Steve asked him, like, yeah, what's your shoot car? What, what do you what do you drive? Uh, you know, 2004 Nissan Ultima. Yeah. <laughs> yes, hey. I'm talking about. Me personally, I drive a 2003 uh, Ford. Whatever the fuck. He said Ford Focus. He said Ford, Ford Ranger. Ford, Ford Ranger, Ford 2003. Yeah, he was trying to be a little, little Steve Austin. I'm trying to be incognito. Like that guy in TNA, incognito. Yeah, then yeah that's, was like, that's what I, I drive in Marietta, kid. Sammy was like, damn, I wouldn't believe someone's driving a shittier car than me. Like, El Dorado. Crazy. Yes, sir. Uh, and then they go on to talk about uh, Sammy's early days in the biz. Uh, doing talk about fucking going in Europe. He's yeah. like, you know, the... the the magnitude of, of it all was not lost on him when he got, was getting opportunities to wrestle outside of Montreal. Yeah, for some reason they brought up this El Generico fellow. Yeah, and they also mentioned Super Dragon. Dude. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was crazy. They First got a Super Dragon mention. Also, yeah, what they is, brought up El Generico, and I didn't understand what the relevance to this whole thing was. Because, like, yeah, he, I mean, he knew the guy. Yeah, sure, Sammy but, like, said he knew the well, yeah, yeah, was He knew like, the guy, yo. but, like, yeah. what did that have to do with anything? Right. Yeah, hold on now. So Sammy's yeah, they like, ripped yeah. the shit out of Steve. Yeah, he did. So what are you talking about, man? Dude, he's like, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, you're crazy, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's like, yeah, my friend. You, 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 I know him. Which version do you want me to go with here? Uh, you know. But, yeah. Like, yeah, um, I know who he is, but, uh, but no. Yeah. As you said, the travel was very much not lost on Sammy. He said, you know, I'm getting paid to, to go, go places, to people go pay places to go. that people pay months or to yep. save up months, maybe years to go. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's pretty like, fucking yeah, cool. Just like to go it might never happen again. You got to make the best of it. Yeah. Yep. I hear that. And they circle back to the WrestleMania match. Steve asserts might be that WrestleMania 38 might have been one of the best WrestleManias ever. He said one of the better ones. One of the better ones. Yeah. That's one of the best. I, I really so. liked that there's, WrestleMania. There's I, hey, I, 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 hey. First of all, first off, if hey, you want, if you yeah, want, yeah, if you want, if you want to, yeah. there is a free review of WrestleMania 38 at our Patreon, Both completely nice. free. Open to anybody, patreon.com for us, press pod. If you want to listen to me and Max's review of both nights of WrestleMania, yeah, make which I featured the first night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the ultimate prognosis was that Max and I very much enjoyed both nights of WrestleMania. Which is wild because I, I thought that Mania card looked like shit. Yeah, the Mania card looked like shit and it up. delivered. It was so fucking good. I that was that was the most... thing at WrestleMania. It was yeah. pretty cool that, like, you know, the biggest show of the year or whatever was actually good. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's very good. And I mean, I, Sammy talking about this match just... Oh, the way, bro... Made me so happy. Bro, dude, I was busting nuts listening to Sammy break down the chaos, the, the, the controlled chaos of yeah. the WrestleMania match with Knoxville. Yeah, he's like, if, well, if you want to break this match, <laughs> if we were to break this uh, match down anatomically like I would at the PC or something, you know, this match follows a basic, the basic structure of a pro wrestling match. And I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah, they go. Yeah, they literally watch back the match in clips. Yeah, and and Sammy breaks down everything as it happens, and you know, Steve's like you know chiming in with his own knowledge, right? But you know, he's explaining to Steve all the intricacies of the shit he was doing in that ring with him, and how it yep. built up to become this really great match. Yeah, because Sam, Sammy himself said, like, I'm I'm very defensive of this match because yeah. to me, it's one of my masterpieces. He said, if you don't like this match, then you don't get it. He said, "You are stupid. You're at least yeah. stupid to like what professional wrestling is. You're stupid to like this topic." And, and I, I mean, he I agree, he talked a lot for all the right reasons. Right. What's it called? I I was just very happy for Sammy with his confidence in this whole interview. Yeah, because oh, man, he came in there. Yeah, he said he takes well, a lot yeah. of pride in this match because I mean, he went in there with fucking Johnny Knox. He went in there with a non wrestler and pulled a fucking incredible match and out of him. Pulled an incredible yeah. match out of him. Yeah, he made arguably. And the most was, fun match of the weekend that wasn't was maybe the Stone Cold good match. Good match because it followed all the beats of a professional wrestling match. That's why it was yeah. good. Also, bowling ball to the nuts. Yeah. Brutal. Oh. He I also said uh like and he gave Johnny a lot of fucking props. All the all the yeah. uh the jackass guys props because he was like, Yeah, no, they they actually cared. They you know they were attentive and cared about what we were going to do, yeah. And I mean, it's Johnny Knoxville taking bumps in a wrestling ring. I mean, he could do it. Yeah, so, I mean, not made well, sense. He could do it. I mean, in my yeah. notes, I li- I wrote here, uh, Knoxville turns to be very big brained for a guy that falls off roofs for a living. Yeah, because oh, Sammy yeah. mentioned that that uh, Johnny managed to save what would have been a completely blown finish to their match. And I mean, it looked kind of yep. goofy because I mean, it was it was a little bit blown, but he saved it. Yeah, because uh, yeah. earlier in the day when they were practicing with the big mouse trap for the finish. Uh, Johnny was wise enough to ask the people who were, you know, configured it. Who configured this thing? Okay, so when I pull this rope, it snaps, right? Yeah. So if how would I do if, it manually? If, how do I do it manually in case something goes wrong? Yeah. And so he knew yeah. exactly what to do to make it go off. Yeah. Because when the spot happened, the the string broke, and he had to do it manually. He had to pull the fucking lever off or whatever. Yeah. So he got it done, and they did the finish, and Sammy, you know hot dogs and yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. grandstands about how much he loves this match and it's a great match and yeah he gave all the jackass dudes props for you know fucking being on cue and you know just just doing good shit in the match it was it was a really good match everybody should go watch that match honestly yeah and then a picture of chris yeah. pontus's ass pops sammy huge yep so yeah, how about oh, that yeah. ass yeah it's pretty funny yep and then they get into sammy starts talking about how he's he's not really looking to like overachieve or I try to outdo what he did at WrestleMania this year because he figures, well, I'll probably do bigger stuff down the line, but I don't have to really worry about it because I know it'll just happen. Right. I mean, it'll he, come. He pretty much said, like, yeah, I mean, that's, he pretty much said, like, that's like my greatest achievement. You know, I had one of my best matches of all time on one of the biggest stages of all time. Like, that's, that's a check. That's a check in the column. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the only thing that Sammy could really do better is to have a match with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania that gets, that gets 30 minutes. Oh my god! If it's for a title, oh, that'd be calm. yeah, to just to burn the whole fucking place down. Yeah, yeah, that's that's probably like the only thing really like left. I would imagine as so. far as like career achievements, aside from like just getting the world title, right? 
Which, I mean, he himself said, I mean, I want at least one at some point. Yeah. But I'm not, like, going hard for it because right. I understand my place in the pecking order right now. Yeah. And he was happy with it. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with what's going on because I'm not a mark-ass bitch loser Pretty stupid much. idiot yeah. who doesn't know how to, you know, keep the work working. Doesn't work himself into his shoot, brother. Yeah, and this is when they start getting into uh, Sammy's upbringing. Talking about Sammy, you know, watching wrestling from a very, very young age. Uh, his friend in middle school. They're big wrestling fans. You know, oh, one day we'll be a tag team and shit. You know, the, the typical affair. I mean, I had friends in middle school who were like, yeah, we'll be wrestlers one day. And yeah. uh, here I am. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah, not all, is, not all of us get to realize our dreams, but you know, the ones that want it hard enough to. Yeah, go get it done. Right. Just I mean, what... do it! On the topic of dreams and stuff, though, one of my favorite things that it comes up later, but I thought I'd mention it now. Uh, when Steve starts asking, you know, about Kevin in Ring of Honor with, you know, El Generico, I don't know who the fuck that is, but or what he means to this, but um, Sammy says, well, you know, Kevin always wanted to go to WWE, and he felt and he viewed it as a goal, whereas I was kind of dreaming and kind of just going day by day, but we made it a goal. And I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, very healthy mindset. And, you know, as you do more in the business, I assume that you get more comfortable and that's what you want to do. That's everybody's goal at the end of the day. Get there. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to make that big fuck money, which is I, I had figures the goal of everybody is you want to get that money. All right. I mean, yeah, for as uh, good as AEW is, I'm sure you can. You're still making more money as a top guy in the Fed than you're as a top guy in AEW. So. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, they're talking about the, the old friend and the whatever. And, you know, they, they grow apart and shit in high school and whatever. And one day he gets a call from his friend, his like buddy. Three years later. Three years later. So he's in high school or whatever. He would have been like... It's like 17, like, I think. Like a junior, maybe yeah. a he senior said, in yeah. high school. He, he said he said he, he, said he was either year. 17 or 18. When he was 17 or 18, he, yeah. did, he somehow didn't remember when he started training. Roughly around a point. Crazy. He's like, yeah. 17 or 18. Yeah, because it was fucking 20 years ago. I guess. Yeah, but it was roughly around a point, near the end of high school or whatever. This guy calls him up and he says, hey man, I got an internship down at this fucking wrestling radio bullshit. And the guy here is willing to train us if we'll pay him. Yeah. He's like, bet? So they go to the, you know, they go through. And so. Homie's like, yeah, bro, I'll train you. And it's only uh, $25 a week. That's affordable. When I heard wow. that. Hundred bucks a month. That that would have raised immediate suspicion for me. Yeah, why is it so why is it so cheap? Yeah. Why is it only yeah. why is it twenty five bucks a week? Well he's gonna find out real quick when he gets to some dude's backyard in a shitty old mattress that they had for a week before they I presume beat it up so bad to the point they couldn't use it anymore. Hmm? Oh the box ring and it broke and then yeah, it just fucked tearing. It. Yeah. And then he's like, All right, yeah, we're gonna train you on the grass because if you learn how to bump on the grass, then you have to learn how to you have to do it perfectly. There's no room for error. There's no room for error. And then they both pop saying, yeah, that's something a guy would say if he doesn't have a fucking ring. Oh my god, yeah. Austin lost his fucking mind. Gotta ask someone about oh. that. Yeah. Someone CZ, I, CZ I, training, I will bro. say, the in concrete, these three interviews that we've watched uh, for the pod between Nash, Cody, and Sammy, he fucking, I think he was just having a good time in this one. Like, he laughed so much this whole pod. Yeah. It was so good. Anyway, sorry. Oh no, for I mean, bro. So then they get into, you know, he's trained and shit. He starts ribbing about El Generico and whatever, talking about the roadmap, mm -hmm. how he's like, Oh, I start out in Canada, go to the States, yeah. Mexico, Europe, Japan, all that shit. Yep. Eventually you find your way to WWE. It's like, well, I wasn't sure that a roadmap like that was kind of available to a guy like me yeah. until he met Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor. And, you know, 
Turns out that Sammy and Kevin also share the hive mind capabilities that myself and Marquise do. Yeah. Because they, mm. you know, they gravitated to each other immediately, became thickest thieves, homie dude, bro men guy, dude men dudes. And, and you know, talking about how cool it was they got to do their shit and, you know, go out and do their stuff. And yeah. then they get into how that, that, that crop, that like late 2000s to early 2010s crop of Ring of, Ring of Honor dudes came yeah. up to just completely dominate. Yeah professional wrestling like they were just all good. absolutely commandeered the whole thing because they're all that damn good yeah they were all good so they had to elevate each other that's what yep. they did that's what they did yeah and it was funny because we were looking at these old pictures of these dudes and they're like yeah i mean you look at these guys you wouldn't think much of it you know like these are the future probably not yeah but look at where they are now you know because there's a picture of a uh, generic you know steen and generico is a picture of a uh, generico and tyler black yeah uh, all kinds of dudes. Brian, Brian fucking was in there. Old, was old in there. dudes, yeah, fucking yeah. guys who are you know the the current world champions and the top guys in the industry. Yeah, the next generation. Yeah, now all the next generation dudes are coming up on AW Dark, yeah. Elevation, and NXT Bro. Level Up. Oh God, one of those three minute matches, baby. Yeah, those three minute matches are how you get TV ready for three minute matches on TV. Mm-hmm. Damn right, and never more. Yeah. So then in 2011, Sammy decided it was time to really make his run for getting a shot in WWE. Yeah, and he mentions that he first, he first got on their radar back in 2006. Yeah. yeah. A long time. So he's been, the Fed has been aware of him for about five years up until the point where he decided it's finally time to start trying. Yeah. So uh, he's in Ring of Honor, of course, and his deal comes up here in 2011. And he says, look, uh, I, I think he was speaking you. to, he's speaking, he's speaking with uh, Delirious. Yeah. And he said to yeah. him, look, I, I really like working here. So like I'm cool to you know I'm, I'm down to clown, but I don't really want to be on a deal because I'm trying to get myself a job in WWE. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, bro, whatever, fucking oh, fuck, <laughs> shit, bro. Whatever. Yeah, I guess we'll just pay you on a it was handshake deal. Handshake, yeah. handshake deal. Just a little, just a little worker handshake deal. Damn light, right. as a, light as a feather, light as a feather. just like the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's he's in Ring of Honor, you know, trying to get noticed and shit. And Canyon Seaman. Well, well, hold on. Oh my on. God. You said it's... that he was on the radar as far back as 2006, but you didn't say how. It's because fucking Jamie Noble. Yeah, Jamie Noble. Hey, yo, baby, give me a tape. He's like, yeah, give me a tape. Give me a tape. I want give you me a DVD. tape for me. He's like, and then Sammy thought it was just like, why do you want me to put you together a tape for some random indie? What's going on here? He's like, no, you dumb bastard. It's for the big, big, big time. Big I'm time. To get you some money. So, uh, yeah, put him a tape together for the Fed or whatever. And then I guess he also said that Joey Mercury had thrown his name out at one time as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but nothing came of that. He told him not to get his hopes up, and he didn't. Yep. And then, yeah, Hanyan Seaman. Hanyan with a K, Seaman with a C. Mm-hmm. What a came, name. Came through to, to take this, this, this weary young Sami Zayn and pull him out of obscurity from this masked persona he's been hiding behind for all these years. And he gets him an FCW tryout. Yeah, Candy. Yeah, it was he, uh, his first weekend the on the job. Mm-hmm. Got him a tryout. Mm-hmm. What, it was his first wrestling hire. Mm-hmm. His first. Re- what an insane. Yeah, was, yeah. Candy Seaman's first hire was Sami Zayn. Yeah, and I mean, it was the last good time in Shit, you're damn right. Really, yeah. really good. Brother was talking about how he had a bout with imposter syndrome on the way to the tryout. And I was like, I don't know if oh, I can yeah. do all this shit. I mean, am I really that yeah. good? I mean. Everything's kind of on a curve. Like, I mean, I'm doing all this great shit with these guys, but like, could I hang with the guys up there? But then, in this pop, the fuck, this popped me huge. He said, "Oh, but I work with Paul London." He said, "My shit's great, yeah. so I gotta be good." 
Because yeah, I work with Paul London. He, he's worked there. I work with Jamie Noble. I work with Joey Mercury. They work there. They like my shit. I work with Jushin Liger. He likes my shit. I got to be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes in there, and I guess the first tryout didn't go well. But the second tryout, the next one that he goes to, uh, he comes in with a big dick energy. He says, bro, they're going to have all these fucking athletes, athletes. And, and fucking body Donnas and yeah, shit in there. I'm going to go in there how a fucking wrestler works. Yeah. And he big dicks. He's like, I'm going to get a contract. He's like, I, I figure, I don't know, maybe two or three guys will probably get signed out of this and tryout. I'm going to be one of them. One and then like 12 them. guys got yeah. signed. Yeah. But I was one of them. One of them. Crazy class. Um, and he, and then he talks about uh, the early beginnings of the modern version of NXT were it's hell. Fault. It's his fault. Well, so. It's his fault. He admitted yeah. it's his fault. That it was like that? Yeah. Or that it became well, the way it is? Okay. That it so, became so, the way it is. Well, yeah, it was all him. I agree. 100%. First, it was all him. All. And that one match that they talked about was what caused it. Once they get past the FCW Amanda stuff, blame. Steve's like, so is this when, you know, you you go into NXT and, you know, you're the man, all that shit. And Sammy's like, no, no, no. I had to get there first for it to change. And it was my fault. So, yeah. It, yeah, because NXT, yeah, yeah, because NXT was one of the building blocks of the original NXT yeah. with dudes like fucking Seth Rollins and Big E yeah. and Bo I mean, Dallas said, and Corey you know, Graves and Jinder Mahal. Line. He's like, there's a clear line. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Or that two out of threes fall match with Cesaro. And NXT was hell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, they, there gave us something, a, I, like, they gave us a fucking champ match of the year. I heard that land on the oh, map and trouble. I thought I was in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this fucking macho shit. There was something I was going to bring up earlier that I forgot about. The The reason why they were scouting Sammy in 2006 uh, and, like, they kept scouting him. cruiserweight show. Yeah, there was going to be a cruiserweight show, and obviously they Sammy wanted the him for it. He's a small man. Yeah, so that definitely small. put a chip on his shoulder. He also started talking about here, like, the starts of S- FCW and NXT, and even with Mania. Well, I may not be the guy, but... I'm really damn good at this wrestle shit, so I'm gonna do whatever I can to be the best at what I do, and that Honestly. just resonated with me huge. Cause uh, as much as we want to act like everybody can be world champion, not everybody can be world champion. No, Maybe see, yeah, play. man, see, uh, it it sucks. Yeah, not everybody is world championship material. Yeah. There are guys who have it. There are guys who don't. Just like there are some guys who will never make it to TV. Some guys will never even make it to like i pay per view or some shit. Because unfortunately, it's a matter of either you never got the opportunity to show up the way you should have, or you just were never that good. And it's one of those yep. two things, period. Yeah. You weren't that good, or you never got a shot. <clears throat> Hell, I mean, it's already happened, so I think, I, could, I think we can say, you know, we're training with a guy. He just happened to be at the right place at the right time, because his very first... Technically, his very first his first, his first match, match ever was the main event of a show of a show, and the in the, it was a title match, main event, world title match, main event, world title match. was his first ever match one month into training. Yep, crazy. And granted, the match went about uh 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, but he got squashed. But in the future, when that guy's got a cage match profile, that'll be his debut match, a world title match. Unreal. Unreal. And we were there to watch it. Yep. We were there to help. Make it happen. So, I mean, mm-hmm. either you're just not good or you haven't had the opportunity. And yeah, and wrestling's all about opportunities. There's a lot of people who just never get the opportunity. Yeah, we're going to make sure that we get more than enough. Yeah. You got we're it. Gonna, right. We're going to overachieve on all of them. But yeah, Sami Zayn and Antonio Cesaro saved NXT from its possibly brutal, cruel, dark fate. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, he uh, talks. To... Did the fucking We're... big kickout formula? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I mean, he brought it to the WWE. Yeah. So, yeah, and he talks about how well Cesaro was a main roster guy, and I wanted to work with him, and he liked me, and we'd worked with each other before, so we did that program, and it brought a lot of eyes to NXT. So we just kept doing the same shit over and over because it was working. Because it... Yeah. So then there was that Russell shit fans love. Uh, mm-hmm. There, this shit made me lose my mind. So he talks about uh, the Adrian Neville feud, and apparently, so you know, Sammy was. Uh, he talk. They talk a lot here about like his facials and stuff because yeah, the, the, because been... Steve asked him. This is he. Steve asked him. When do you think that you finally got comfortable on the mic? Yeah. And this is when he brings up this feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he brings up, well, uh, I started doing facials and stuff, and everybody just said my facials were really good, but I was kind of having a hard time connecting and, like, finding passion. They started doing an acting class, passion. and he just came out and fucking let, it, let shit rip from the chest and slapped the shit out of Neville, and... Apparently, Undertaker was backstage at this NXT, and yeah, was just uh, so, chilling. Yeah, so they, from, they did the promo from, and then had a match that night as well. <clears throat> yeah, so from Kevin Owens, so Kevin Owens was signed or Kevin Steen, I guess he whatever, was, yeah, whatever he was you want to call. Back. It. He was in. He was. Gorilla. He was in the back hiding because obviously he, he hadn't wasn't. Yet. Yeah, he hadn't debuted. wasn't announced yet, and from his point of view, uh. And Sammy and Austin were losing their fucking minds hearing this shit. Like, they were having a game. Especially Austin, because I'm sure this is the first he's ever heard of that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Austin couldn't. Austin was like, yeah, that sounds yeah, just like hilarious. And it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Basically, Taker saw the slap and popped his head into Gorilla and said, Man, they're selling goddamn tickets. Those boys just sold some fucking tickets. No and, and then nobody heard him. Nobody sold him. So then, Mark uh, looks at himself and he, you know, is like, damn, they didn't fucking hear me. What the fuck? I'm Undertaker, ho. Moment of vulnerability. He said, and he Mark. said it again. And then all the guys were like, yeah, you're damn right. We just yeah. did. Probably fucking Hunter and Sean and, and fucking oh. all them bitches. One more thing to note. Uh, of course, Vince loved that WrestleMania match. Called it a work oh. of art. Yeah, he was like, yeah, how, how did Vince feel about it? Yeah, Got it was a work of art, and he loved it. Standing O, everything was good. And yes, it good for Sammy. Good? Yeah. Yes, yes, we are good. Damn right. And then they start talking about uh, Sammy and Kevin's angle on NXT, which is so fucking good. Yeah. It's so amazing. And then they get into Sammy's, uh, I guess... Well, he, he he mentioned that he had been on on Raw a couple of, of times. Of I mean, I remember he had been in a couple of tag teams in Fatal Four Ways and shit. Yeah, yeah, because didn't but he? Wasn't he in that match? It was like Neville and ne- it was Neville and Zayn versus, versus Tyson Kidd and yep. Tyler Breeze. Yeah, yeah, yes, yep, that was I on a Raw that. in uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I didn't know this. This is the first time I ever knew about this. So they're in Canada, you know, in Montreal. Uh, oh, you didn't know he fucked his shit here. No, I didn't know he fucking. That's fucked crazy. His that's shit. a famous. That's a, at this no. point, that's like lore. Yeah, I knew he fucked his shit here. I didn't know he fucked it doing his goddamn. Yeah, entrance. he fucked it during the entrance. So he did the entire yeah, match. I didn't with the, know that. Just, just with a what? What do you, what do you call it? It was like a something displacement. 
or whatever. Yeah, his shoulder his popped out for like a second, slid right back in. Yeah, yeah, but there was uh, palpitations in his shoulder from it, and yeah, it was just fucked. Um, I didn't know that he did during the entrance, and Samuel yeah, just he like, threw yeah, his arm man. up, boom, there it was. Yeah, he fucking was pumping up on the steel steps and just. There went. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, man, it's the stupidest shit that'll get you. Trust me. Yeah. Hell, yeah, Randy fucking tore his shit up, taking out the trash. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. But like, I don't know, man. That just made the match even crazier for me. Because I mean, I remember very vividly that match, and like, I think that's when I personally started to go with John. Is like, oh yeah, John Cena is fucking yeah, awesome. It's, it's, it's this, the, cool, the, the U.S. title shit. Oh remember? man. Dude, 2015 Amazing. Cena stunner is crazy as fuck. Oh, oh, 2015 oh, blue oh, Cena with stunner. So bad. It was so also bad. insane because I didn't remember this that they let Sammy kick out of the AA on his first yeah. round. Every dude, I'm telling you, literally everybody Woo! did. On doing the Stardust, Stardust kicked out of it. Zack Ryder kicked out of it. Cesaro kicked out of it. Absolutely everybody kicked out of that shit. Yeah, when he started doing the uh, open, open challenge, challenge, yeah, everybody was kicking out of his finish. Yeah. Every Wild. time. I loved the stunner, though. The stunner was sick. Yeah, it sucked. Awful, yeah. It's great. I love it. As it turns out, yeah, Sammy, you know, being a Montreal boy, happened to also be in the building at Survivor Series 97. Yeah, he said he All the way up in the nosebleeds was his binocs. His binoculars. His yeah. binocs. Uh, beast. He, he was said watching, for the dude was white, in the building with binoculars watching a pay-per-view. That's crazy. For the hottest white hot feud he'd ever seen, and he thinks there will, there ever will be with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then they, not, they get, I, they, I don't think he's wrong. They get to talking about uh, what it was like for Sammy to have to finally take time off when he got put on the shelf with that shoulder injury. And he was like, yeah, for the first time, my career was on the shelf for six months. And he goes on to say, I think everyone needs to be put on the shelf for six months. Is it? I think everybody needs to get injured. <laughs> All right. So what I took from that is that Sami Zayn himself is going to personally go out and break a limb on every single person he That's wrestles what from I here heard. on he out. Pretty much, said, yeah. He said, you know, I think, needs to get hurt. He said, he said two things. One, I think everyone should wrestle under a hood, so they can yep. become animated and shit. And I think everybody should get injured, mm-hmm. which is wild. Uh, yeah, not even, thing. not even like I want you to take a six month break. Yeah, no, I need to be that, forced out. That's the crazy that wish on somebody, bro. Yeah, yeah. everybody should be injured. All right, Sammy. Damn, bro. Um. Yeah, dude, that shit was wild. Yeah, it's a crazy statement. Then they get to talking about the match of Shinsuke Nakamura at Takeover Dallas. Oh, I mean, Sam- oh, Sammy come. knew. Sammy knows full well how fucking insane that match yeah. is. I mean, that he match. Said it's one of his favorite matches. When I was watching, when, when, they were show, when they were showing the clips of this match, all I could think was, fuck, I want to go back and watch this. Yeah. I almost yeah, did at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, I mean, I like, Sammy, fuck, it's so good. this is where Sammy noted, like, yeah, I mean, I had popularized that um, kind of, you know, yep. big spot kickout thing. I didn't really try to do too much of that in this match. It was pretty he said, yeah, we kept the pins limited. There were three yeah. covers Low in that finishes. whole match. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. There was one cover, one false finish, and then the finish. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, and that oh my god, that match. Yeah, this, you know, Sammy gets his call up from NXT at this point. This is his final match. Yeah. Uh, you know, the next night he goes on to be in a fucking Intercontinental Championship ladder match at WrestleMania, where he murders Kevin Owens on a ladder. Yeah. But yeah, they, they get to the battleground match. Uh, I noted Sammy Zayn in 2016 was actually god. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. He was his work rate in 2016 was insane. Yeah he, yeah, he also had like some muscle on him at the time too. Yeah, got some. Yeah, he had a little, little bit, bit of definition. Yeah, he had a little bit more. Yeah, 2016, 17, Sammy was definitely much more beefed up. Yeah, 
it, after it the injury. Also, yeah. I appreciated this. I think it might have been earlier, but I just remembered it. I think when they were talking about NXT, Steve was like, hey, you're a good-looking kid. He's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. I want to look like shit now. Yeah, I, that, I mean, like, I, yeah, he goes yeah, out of his way much, to look like shit. Pretty much every time that Sammy's face was on screen, Steve kept saying, yeah, you're a fucking good-looking guy, man. Yeah, now he's trying to look. He's trying to be a troll. Yeah. That's awesome. Part of the character. But then we cut forward to late 2017. You know, Sammy no notices that all of his peers from back in the day have all gotten world title runs, and he well, just doesn't seem to be quite on the on yeah. the same level as all those other dudes. They so. know. Well, first, you know, they, uh, Sammy had noted that his battlegrounds match with Kevin, to that point, was their favorite match together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very very good shit. But yeah, really good as match. you said, uh, 2017 rolls around. It's like, damn, pal, why am I not progressing? What's what's going? Well, I'm not going to push Vince. And Vince says, oh, goddamn, pal, we just haven't turned heel yet. Oh, damn. And then we start talking about the heel turn and what went into it. And, you know, uh, the, great liber the great liberator, the conspiracy theorist, uh, talk about the documentary that never got released. My intercontinental. Sammy may have been a flat earther. Who knows? Possibly. You know, there's, there's some stuff out there. <laughs> there are just some things, you know, that are pretty interesting. <laughs> God, I want to see that documentary. I would love to see that footage. Bro. Yeah, I really, I I really need to see it. So I hope bad. it's at least 20 minutes. Because I'm sure it's basically him just saying, oh, yeah, it's a whole bunch of bullshit, bro. Come on. You think this flat earth shit is real, dude? Get out of here. Yeah, oh, then he sorry. talks about how he actually liked the Thunderdome. Yeah. And oh, he, he just said yeah. that. I, mean, I said, no way. He just no said way. that, you know, he liked all the shit that he did. He just doesn't know how it would have got over, how it would have gotten over because there weren't people. Yeah, there. he probably would have been turned face by the crowd. Yeah. Which, which is honestly, it's awesome. a good thing. That, it's a good thing that it didn't happen because we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah, it would have been very weird. Yeah, it wouldn't be right. And then we start talking about the honorary oos. Mm -hmm. Been holding it down, killing oh, the game. Oh, my guy. And he's ready to get my the top spot. My goddamn guy. He says, "I'm ready." I, Sammy said himself, "I think, you know, down the line, relatively soon, I'm ready to take my place at the top of the card." I think I. He says himself, "I think that I could be at the top of the card." Yeah. Right he's, now, he's I can do he's it. Like, he's like, I've done it. You know, I've been at the, I've been. Yeah, whenever Roman's the, not around, yeah. it's me and Drew fucking yeah. heading up all the house show loops. Yeah. So it's time. He's coming for the top spot. He's going, he's going for it. And then I didn't take notes on a whole lot of like the last bit, but my, my final note on this podcast was, I am incredibly excited to see what's in store for this guy under a regime that will actually value his contributions to the main event spot. I agree with that. Uh, I mean, yeah, the rest of the interview is pretty much them just kind of recapping some of the shit that they talk about and jawjacking and then... Yeah, know. having a little bit of fun. Yeah. Being dudes and guys. And yeah. I mean, yeah. like Sammy just said, I mean, Sammy said, you know, I would love to at some point maybe have my name next to those all-time greats like your yeah, Eddie Guerrero, like your Rey Mysterio, like Kurt Angle, mm -hmm. you know, that could do it all. So You want to be amongst the greats. Yeah. The best I, ever I do also... it. I'll also say, at least on Sammy's behalf, though, like, man, uh, at least for me, one of, one of uh, my biggest influences on wanting to be in the business, just because uh, as a person, he's a great guy. Great as a wrestler, he's incredible. He's one of the best promos in the business today. Like, there's not a tool he doesn't have, really. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got everything that required everything required to be the top guy in yeah. a wrestling promotion. He's got in spades. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, as much as I said earlier, he understands that you know you can't everybody can't be the top guy. 
I wouldn't really be surprised at this point if he ever gets the shot because he deserves it. Hey, He's hey, honestly, good. me? Shit. Okay, see, me? If you ask me, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will take the tag titles off the Usos at Mania, right? Right. Stuff will happen and stuff. Later down the line in the year, Sami's going to get the world title. KO's going to turn heel. He's going to win the Rumble. And they're going to main event WrestleMania 40. I would fucking love that. I think that would be really, really Imagine fucking Sammy and Kevin, Philadelphia, WrestleMania main event for the fucking Universal title. I mean, I feel With the biggest heat their feud will ever have. I feel like, I mean, this may be a crazy statement, but I feel like that is like the storybook just ending for that like indie generation. I agree. Yeah. WrestleMania 40. Kevin Owens and... Kevin yeah. Steen and El Generico for the WWE Championship in the main event of WrestleMania 40. Because Kevin Steen won in, the Royal Rumble in and El Generico is the champion. Philadelphia. And Philadelphia. Night Without two. Kevin AEW doesn't happen. That guy. Yeah. I don't know, Hunter. I know. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, I'm telling you, bro, you would make insane money yeah, if man. you. I'm telling you, bro. A year long build of Sammy and Kevin. All the way to next year's WrestleMania. Kind of crazy. Money. Perfect. I will also Sammy say Sammy wins the big... world title. Kevin gets jealous, turns on him, wins the Royal Rumble. There's your match. I mean, my first, the first yeah. indie match I ever watched uh, on YouTube. Yep. Some... Ladder War. Yep. Ladder War. Yeah. That was my first yeah, indie that was, match. That was I the mean... first Ring of Honor match I ever watched. A good first. Yep. And one great match, two. Goddamn, pal! If I that package I, I want, pile driver on the I ladder bridge leaves an infamy in my mind because it was disgusting. Oh my, they should never do any no, shit like that, I, even remotely like that again. I agree, and sort of that match was incredible, by the way. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, and that, that's also just the difference, I think, too, with Sammy and a lot of these uh, spot monkeys, for lack of a better term. Uh, he still says the value of the story will always be there. Like, of course, we're gonna do cool wrestle shit. But if there's no story, then it's not wrestling to me. And he's goddamn right for that. Cause yeah, my man Sami Zayn is based everything. off his shit. Yeah, he's amazing. Love that oh, guy. And that was Steve Austin, the Broken Skull Sessions with Sami Zayn. And this has been the 87th episode of the Taking Liberties Wrestling Podcast. We've been your boys, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. Be sure to check us out at our Twitter, at TLProRestPod, to find all kinds of cool tweets. I'm going to be sure to get that clip. You know the one. Yeah. Booker T telling Michael Coy to dream he died. Yep. Going to get that on the Twitter. So check that out. We also got the link in our pinned tweet. Go to our Discord server if you feel so inclined to hang out with the boys and talk shop about shit and stuff and things. <clears throat> and uh, be sure to check us out on all the podcast platforms. I will podcast Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Owltail, Blueberry, YFM. Of course. And please be sure to leave us the five-star ratings and reviews on all the podcast platforms. I'm telling you, just, just scroll down, sizzle stars, just give us five of them, and leave yeah. us a review, yeah, and we'll read them out it, here bro. on the show. Just do it. Please. We'd highly please. appreciate it. would be a great help to us to have more people find us. Also, I didn't mention this before, but we did break through the 2,400 overall oh, yes. listings barrier. So thank you. We're, we're, we're inching ever closer to 2,500 and then to 3,000 thousand thank you thank oh my god we're, we're we're trekking along getting it done highly appreciative of that and of course if you want to go crazy doom dummy stupid crack mode awesome style further beyond 
pay us with your actual money, patreon.com forward slash TLPRSPod. Again, big shouts out and thank you to our $10 patron Aiden and our $1 patron Thief. We highly appreciate the contributions you make to the show every month. And without any other bullshit to plug in, plug in whatever, it's time for us to get the hell out of here yeah, and prepare for episode 88 next week. We'll catch y'all later. Have a good one. Bye.